0: Betches Media Presents. If you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club.
1: Gaspacho Police. Oh my god!
2: What a
0: stupid son of a bitch. He
1: believes that it's a woman's
2: right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. The
0: Betches Sup Podcast.
2: Diana
3: Saka.
0: Hello,
2: I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Better Sub Podcast, where band band meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Happy
1: Monday, Sammy. How's your Monday? How was your weekend? You know, great weekend. Celebrated my birthday, which is not till Sunday, but that's okay. <laughs> um, let me just say, it is really awkward. I don't know. When people are like, happy birthday, I want to be like, thank you. It's next week. It's next but like, week. <laughs> but then it's like <laughs> Who awkward cares? They to don't correct care. them because they don't care. And also... But it's also, like, awkward to accept because it's not your birthday. But mm-hmm. whatever. Not really a problem.
2: Right, because then you feel like you betrayed their trust when a week from now you post the actual your birth- birthday ones. <laughs> and then people feel... Sammy, the, the, nothing makes me doubt astrology more, I have to say, with love, than the fact yeah. that you are not a Leo.
1: <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh, I see that I have some Leo qualities, but I'm a double Aries. And yeah. if you... That's meaningful, right? Um, It's just a lot of aries energy which i a hundred percent have like if i read both descriptions let's say i was a leo i'd be like oh i'm such a leo but true, 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 true. i'm such yeah. an aries because i i am i think i have i think leos are slightly more like um there's a little bit like you could have sort of like a chill seeming leo with like a chill energy do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you can be like very into yourself and like the star but also while being like having a little bit of a lighter energy to you.
2: That's, I mean, I'm a Leo and I feel like that's me. <laughs>
1: you, yeah, you're yeah. a good example of that. Because
2: I'm like, I want to be the star in the center of attention, but I'll never put myself there. I'm like, no, I don't right. understand. I'm right here. Everybody, what are you looking at? Yeah,
1: like Leos, Leos they lack a certain, this is a good thing. I'm yeah. actually, this is a compliment <laughs> to Leos. What they lack, which is I think the downfall of Aries, is that like harsh reactivity that mm. is like, like an Aries will just like suddenly flame you, like yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> and yes. um, that I think is, and I see that in myself sometimes. I'm like, fuck, like, why did I have to like get so hot at that mm. time? That is like an Aries quality that I think is
2: not yes. leo of me. I think Leo's like we more measure our heated response and then we own it.
1: Yeah. 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 Aries, I think like move a little more on the fly. Totally, totally. Right? Yeah, love it. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> I did see, I did see like a, uh, I bet I did a ton of people send you the double Aries tweet that like Connie Nichols posted. It was like, it, oh, oh no. I'll send it to you. It described, I, I didn't send it to you because I was like, she probably got this so much. I, I, don't did. want to feel I didn't. It, but it was like, it's time. It's Now is the season for harsh pep talks.
1: <laughs> oh, that one, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. hard yes, pep talks, did. like yeah. impulsive decisions. Yeah, no, right. I'm like, I'm like impulsive. I'm not really that impulsive. Like, I'm not going to do something that's going to fuck me over, but I will mm-hmm. go you'll right go, to that you'll, edge. You'll,
2: you'll, it, you'll explore your impulses. You won't yes. always act on them, but you'll like give them a minute to explore, yes. and then you'll be like, oh yeah, this was nothing. We can it can
1: go away. Yeah, it's so you don't, true. Don't like insist on them. Yeah, which yeah. is good. That would be a Aries. Bad quality. Aries yeah. energy. So, any <laughs> my fellow Aries. Let's i miss elise you know. today she
2: oh she's yes, a happy birthday happy birthday aries happy birthday
1: aries yeah, yeah i love reading her um
2: if you don't know that elise writes the betches horoscope i think we have two incredible writers but one of them is elise
1: elise uh, is i can't so tell the difference yeah her when it comes obs- to
2: horoscopes newsletters are hilarious all right so that was a lovely a lovely intro we're gonna touch with we're gonna talk about just the discoveries in buka ukraine over the weekend but I just like could not talk about that first and then try to pivot to things that might make us laugh. It just I can't. So we'll do that as the last one. Um yeah, and we'll especially take a commercial if,
1: break in between.
2: Yeah, yeah. And if you've been taking in a lot of this already, then you can know it's at, at the back end. But it's fast I don't, forward I, to the depressing I, wordless, part if you so wordless. choose. Yeah. And words yeah, if you so choose. If that's yeah. your thing, which I know we definitely have a listeners who who that is their thing. But first, Grammy's
1: debrief. I didn't think really anything of note would happen. Uh, did you watch the mm. Grammys? Um, I watched about. I watched probably a total of like fifteen minutes, and it was during that fifteen minutes I saw Olivia Rodrigo perform, which is why mm-hmm. I turned it on because I love her. She yeah. is my. She is my next in line, like of mm. my Taylor Swift. You know the way I just oh, like yeah, getting yeah, yeah, started yeah, an yeah. artist. Like she's my next person. Um, then I saw Bruno Mars beat out. Olivia and Billy and a really, Mm. a smattering of other better songs with, Mm -hmm. I, okay, no offense to anyone listening if you disagree, I fucking hate Bruno Mars songs. (laughs) Nothing, look, I don't know him, nothing personal, I fucking hate his music, and the fact that he, the fact that the, like, 15 minutes of the Grammys that I saw involved him, his song beating, his... Not his totally shit song, beating out, what's that song? Better Than Ever? Happier Than Ever. Happier Than Ever. And uh, driver's license. I'm just, uh, who is doing the voting?
2: Who is voting? Oh, you know who? You want to know who? Well, I put that into this because we're going to oh, discuss. okay. Who the fuck Louis is voting C.K.? for that uh, fucking well, 74% song? 74% of the recording academy of the people that vote on this are men. Quarter of the voters are women.
1: Okay. Well, can I just be honest? Yeah. Uh,
2: for <laughs> okay. one, Sammy,
1: please. Yeah, for one. I... I I know this is like a weird thing. I just prefer female vocals like a thousand times over male vocals. And that's it's upsetting to me like that men run the music industry when women have superior voices. It's a fact. Just a fact. And are just
2: superior like pop stars, pop icons. I mean, this is what I saw a lot of last night after the. The Louis C.K. win is then suddenly. I just saw a lot of things trickling out. Like, if you think Hollywood's bad, music is like the sickest, worst industry Way ever. Worse. And whenever you listen to like a pop star talk about, there they all have a traumatizing story of men taking advantage of them.
1: All you of can them. Al- you can also see the double standard that exists between the the winning performances and like who is glorified. So like, let's say oh, with yeah. it's just like with they the tell Oscars. on themselves,
2: right? Because they right. have the performances. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like with the Oscars, let's say the 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 difference between the caliber of the best actor and the best actress is like not that different. Like they they both are putting in, I would say like equally grueling or in general like
2: equally Relatively, difficult
1: performances yeah. and like they're what they're winning for, I would say is like equal caliber. Mm-hmm. When you, but then when you watch the yeah. Grammys or really any music event and you see the difference in the performances that female artists put on versus male artists, and for the most part, like, I don't, I know Bruno Mars can dance, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But aside from him, whose music I don't even like, yeah. <laughs> um, most of the time you have men, like, standing and performing on the stage. Like, they don't move. <laughs> There's, like, it's all effects. They're just, like, maybe they're, like, bopping, bouncing a little. Maybe they're yeah. doing, like, a light sumo lunge women are fucking bringing it. They have been rehearsing for months. They have backup dancers who each of them could be a pop star on their own. <laughs> like so true. The, the level of synchronicity in the performance and the obviousness if there were to be a screw up is just so clear. Remember when Dua so Lipa did
2: Dua Lipa have like a moment at an award show or a performance where like it was not amazing and then the next time she came out it was like incredible. Yeah,
1: like what women performers are trying to achieve in their performances is so much harder to get right than what men are trying to do in their performances. So like, of course, if you have one screw up in a really tough performance, it's going to look worse than like your mediocre unplanned. I mean, I did see
2: like, I did see, you know, a mutual of ours, like make fun of Carrie Underwood for not really moving around when she was when she was performing which is like fine but that's a good point it was like we noticed it because it's like a woman has to have a perfectly choreo- choreographed incredible performance where if she misses a beat you notice yeah. whereas like yeah I mean Bruno Mars I, well, I don't mind him too much but I do know that like my and I'm this is not bad I'm sorry Susan if you're listening but you know Mike's like 65 year old mom she goes to every Bruno Mars concert oh. I feel like that's like his main he that's has like hilarious. a pop but throwback sort of like suave to him that is hilarious. That is so I don't so know if they know that he I does cocaine, that. but who oh, doesn't does. these days? Wasn't he caught yeah. with it a couple of, But who cares? I, I, Hollywood, yeah. It was also, a scandal at the time. It was like
1: pop star caught with cocaine, but. I don't remember that. Adele is one female vocalist who gets away with like not a lot of. Um, I was going to say, why do you think that is? Why? The Academy always like when she has an album I, out, it's Adele, Adele, Adele. Can I be honest? I think it's it, that I think that was a standard that started when she was starting out and her performance was just well first of all her voice was like so incredible it stood on its own and i also think because of her like aesthetic that is the way she chose to perform and because that is how she chose to perform at the time it just stuck and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like the, the image of her as like in like a gorgeous dress just like belting in the middle of the it like works for her but mm-hmm. it's not... It, not and every also just female nothing. pop star could yeah. get away with that type of performance because of, like, their voice, their aesthetic, their... where they started. Like, that's just not gonna... Yeah.
2: I think work, it's interesting so. that a lot of times the like a woman will win Best New Artist. And obviously it's an incredible achievement, but a lot of times the women that win this have been at it for five years to a decade. And it's like, okay, you can only reward a woman, obviously not only, but it's like, it's much easier easier for them to reward a woman if they acknowledge like, well, we just found out about Doja Cat. It's like she's been doing this since she was 17. Like, right. <laughs> I know new, the definition of new for the Grammys
1: is different, but every year somebody wins who's like, I had their mixtape. <laughs> Right, it's like breakout, breakout star. You know, it's it's a specific it's a specific term that just implies like that you exploded.
3: We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with Pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin. Yes,
2: The thing that drew the most ire, I would say, about last night's Grammys was something that happened before the actual ceremony, and that was that Louis C.K., the comedian, won the Grammy for Best Comedy Album. The album, titled Sincerely Louis C.K., features the comedian, who I thought was disgraced. I was going to say disgraced comedian, but I guess not, addressing the allegations of sexual misconduct that he did admit to. Um, I saw a lot of people correcting um, news outlets last night that were calling them sexual misconduct allegations because he did say that he he did this. As a reminder, He said at the time, I said to myself, what I did was okay because I never should have showed a woman my dick without asking first, which is also true. So he insists that he always asked women uh, before showing them his dick, but acknowledged that he was the person with power in that situation and and people that have been victims have described the dynamic. We are more sophisticated in how we understand what sexual misconduct and and harassment means and how asking, can I show you my dick if you're a person that, I mean, we knew he was a person with power before, but now he's a person who was rewarded with Grammys for this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have not, I haven't really been exposed to any of Louis C.K.'s humor. Poor since. choice of words, Sammy, poor right. choice of words. Oh, my God, I didn't even, <laughs> like, I didn't even think, that was completely <laughs> not personal. Um, no, I really haven't, because, you know, it hasn't, I don't know, I, has anything been, like, I don't know where I would have even listened to it. I didn't That's even know he had point. a new comedy album. I loved Louis C.K. before, I was, so like, a huge I. fan, and I would, I would like go out favorite. of my way,
2: me too, to find yeah. his... Stuff And even then, he was, like,
1: a little annoying and there was criticism Who of him. Can. But still, I would have always watched it. You're yeah. right. This wasn't even on, like, the the. Radar. I didn't even know. I didn't even yeah. know he had one. So then when he won, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, look, he can win. Just I don't want to hear one fucking word about how exactly. he's canceled. That's it. Like, if he he can win, that's fine if they voted for him. He can have a redemption narrative. We've always said that. But I literally never want to hear anyone talk about how I never want to hear him being called disgraced I never want to hear anyone trying to like get other people to feel bad for him that's Mm -hmm. it you know this should be like pretty clear I'm with you I mean I would I think
2: Louis CK along with Aziz Ansari are people from that phase who within a few a short period of time we all kind of agreed there was room for a redemption narrative and it is important to make space for people who have like have acknowledged what they've done and it may exist on a on a gray area whether or not these necessarily did but i did not think that redemption narrative would be profiting off what you did with a comedy special that directly addresses it this isn't just a comedy special i believe where he never addresses it like it's about kind of him moving forward from what happened and then he was rewarded for that i'm with you it's like whatever i'm not gonna say like we got to be consistent with, with last week, right? It's like, I'm not going to say they should take away his award or he can't be right. part of this universe. It's just like, if My for, point for people is not, to claim that yeah. lives are ruined from mistakes they make is just not accurate. And we can't let that
1: narrative, like, that's a bad faith narrative, obviously. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, take it away. Like, I don't know. Literally, that's not the point. Like, I just want people to shut up about, like, the consequences and cancellations and Paying attention to who actually, what it actually means to be canceled, and yeah. now I think the word, ugh, the word, fuck it, like everyone should just not be allowed to say the word anymore because it just yeah, yeah yeah is lost and everyone thinks about it a different way. Like when you say canceled, it's a different. You have a different thought in your head when you're saying it than mm-hmm. when someone who believes a different thing about cancel culture, yeah, says it. So that's why it's just become so meaningless
2: right and as soon as somebody does something and there's a critical response to it the immediate reaction is always like about that person's future like oh god what about this person it's like we can have like, why don't we, we see? just i think this is what, what we if talked they decide about a, to never
1: make anything again
2: right like, and i think <laughs> this is sort of touches on what we talked about in a recent episode where we we talked about you know censorship and freedom of speech and it's like if all of these conversations were a bit more neutral, when it's like now, when somebody gets dragged for doing something wrong, let's not. You don't need to run to their defense and say, "Please don't ruin their career. Their career is probably going to be fine. Everything is already working in their favor. Like it is fine." This is just like I mean, mainly this is just. It's crazy to me that I'm sure at the time people said those female comedians were just coming forward to get attention or to get a leg up in their career, and I don't see any of them. I don't even know who they were that have been nominated, I have no and I could not name yeah. them sadly. Um, I mean, a lot also, of them spoke out again last night, like, oh, was this me trying to get attention? This man now has a Grammy from the men that run the Recording Academy.
1: Just your point about like how people are always worrying about the future of various people's careers. I do think there's sort of an interesting dichotomy that does come along with like who does actually get thrown into the spotlight. Let's call it, not, we're not calling it canceled. So you have like <laughs> a Louis C.K. who has a super established career. And when an allegation came out about him, it is a headline because everyone knows. Then on the other side of these, quote unquote, let's call them exposures. (laughs) Um, You have the people who you never even heard about until they were, quote unquote, canceled. And those are the people who I think Mm. actually are probably like marginally more harmed by a, quote unquote, cancellation because people don't even know enough about them before. So they mm-hmm. they're learning right. about this person and they're literally learning about this person in the context of a mistake or a bad thing that they've done or whatever the incident at, yeah. at issue is. So it's like that person doesn't even have enough of a an established, their name isn't even big enough for people to like yeah. know what they've done that's good Yeah, that you would want to defend them. So it's sort of like, it depends where you sit when there is a scandal around what you've done that really, I think, determines also other factors, gender, Mm -hmm. race, ability, all these things. Yeah. Affect the amount that a quote unquote cancellation will actually quote cancel you. That's why it's like, sometimes it's real, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a career before that happened, and therefore
3: he'll have a career after.
2: I think that's a
3: pretty accurate measurement. a gifting moment is always just around the corner. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
2: Now we'll talk about a company who uh, will probably never be canceled. (laughs) That is Amazon. Last week, the Amazon warehouse in Staten Island made history, becoming the first to vote to unionize at the nation's largest e-commerce distributor. Some details here, about 2,600 workers voted in favor of joining the union and 2,100 opposed, with 67 ballots being challenged, which is really not too many when you think about how like in Bessemer, Alabama, I believe like they're still challenging a number of ballots. Now they'll pursue a collective bargaining agreement for the warehouse's more than 6,000 employees. Once that's sorted out, this means that Amazon can't just change things related to benefits, pay, and working conditions like it can at any of its other facilities. We'll have to negotiate those with union leadership. So let's take a little step back and look at how all of this happened. The Amazon union effort was started by a former employee named Chris Smalls. He worked at warehouses in both Staten Island and Connecticut. I think one of them a long time ago, he was fired from, and then said I was wrongly terminated, and was told you're right, and he was rehired. Around when COVID hit is when he really started realizing he needed to take action on the poor safety conditions. People were getting sick; they were coming into work sick. And we remember this was this was the time where we thought our Amazon packages had to be cleaned. We didn't know how this virus was transmitting, so people were like, "I could be exposing myself to a deadly virus directly all the time," which you were, but at the time we didn't know at In all. a different how to stop way. It. In a diff- it was a different, different vibe. He started reaching out to politicians and media to raise the alarm that Amazon warehouses, where a ton of people work and distribute items, could be contributing to the spread in New York City. He went to HR and he said nothing happened. So that's when the real internal organizing started happening, like the, like communicating over social media. These coworkers getting to know each other. Really, if you just like, if you say no to one, pretty fair ask, it's never a good idea because then your employees are going to start talking to each other. And here we are now. They have a union. So this sort of is where it all started. On March 30th, Chris Smalls organized a walkout, March 30th, 2020. The day of the walkout, they fired him. They said he was fired for violating COVID and social distancing policies, like the fact that you staged this walkout where people were close to each other means that you violated the policy. The reason why I wanted to take us back here is because after they fired him, there were leaked notes from Amazon leadership meetings where they discussed what happened and their COVID response. And according to Vice News leaked those memos, the general counsel calls Chris Malt not smart or articulate. And they decided to compose a PR strategy to make Chris, who they had fired, the face of the Amazon organizing effort. This is two years ago. So basically a smear campaign to undermine like empowering of employee, employees trying to make Chris the face. And he basically was like, OK, no problem. I'll be the face. He went down to Bessemer, Alabama, helped with them. It's crazy. Two years ago, they were like, this man is not smart or articulate. And two years later, he is uh, uh, going to help 6,000 people in Staten Island
1: get better working conditions. Is it weird that that like one tiny fact that you put into this outline makes me be like, "Fuck them all! I'm gonna get no. you. like, you know, like, like that for some reason." That's that why I put it in like, makes me be like, "I hope he wins," <laughs> even more. I know. I don't exactly. know why that particular piece is just like, "Fuck!" I know. Them. I know. I'm you know. to, to like, f- you're not smart uh, or articulate enough yeah. to speak to your employees in a way that would make them like, you're running out of fucking people, Amazon. You've literally. <laughs> Well, that's I the thing. Somebody, I talked to
2: somebody who works for Amazon, and they were like, this doesn't surprise me at all. Staten Island could not hire people quick enough. So we'll sort of get to like the leverage that employees have. But a little bit more background. Smalls was part of the organizing effort in Bessemer, Alabama, which we know unfortunately did fail. 71% of workers there sided with Amazon not to form the union. But maybe I shouldn't have said fail. We know those votes are under dispute. There's a lot of shady stuff going on. Amazon doing some like intimidation practices. But I, I got all of this from a Wall Street Journal podcast episode from last year where he discussed this. And he kind of discussed some issues he saw with that organizing effort and what he took, what he wanted to do differently. I thought it was interesting. He mentioned he was like in Bessemer, like we got Bernie Sanders, we got Jamal Bowman, like we got all of these cool politicians to come down. But he said he realized like that's not really what the workers need or want to see Um People are suspicious of politicians these days. Like, let's just do this on our on our own. So he tried that about a year ago. He kicked off the unionizing effort at the Staten Island warehouse. And last week, Amazon workers at that warehouse voted to unionize in the vote breakdown I addressed before. And this is the first time this has happened at one of the company's U.S. facilities. And this is really interesting. Rather than partnering with an existing union like prior attempts did, they created a whole new organization called the Amazon Labor Union, which Chris Mills has since been elected president of. So now they get to work on creating a collective bargaining agreement. On average, this takes 409 days, and it can be much longer, much shorter. Amazon, I suspect, might be. I would lean longer. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, I think one of the most interesting, when I was reading about this, I thought the fact that they had started their own union rather so than affiliating with um, an existing one was one of the me- the more interesting choices and it actually makes me think that they're going to succeed um a while back i did a sub interview with my professor from cornell oh, yeah. who uni- he like is a consultant with unions he comes in and he like teaches them basically like yeah. how to effectively organize and will help them negotiate right so something he said which i hadn't even really like been a key feature of this in my mind is that when you have a national union chapter, there's a lot of room for corruption is essentially, you know, the what the national chapter of the union wants you to do becomes a question in your negotiations for your local chapter. Mm-hmm. And I kind of understand why Amazon employees would not be suited to joining like a different type of. Mm -hmm. existing union chapter just because of how specific and large Amazon is. Like Amazon can easily have its own union between all of its warehouses and employees. And and their conditions are markedly worse than like your typical factory. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's a unique situation. So I think that like their fact that they have a new organization is actually going to help all the other warehouses unionize quicker because it's like they can make it a little more uniform for Amazon employees without having to deal with this like national leadership that has, they're set in their ways from all their past. Some of these unions have existed since. Totally. I think it's a known thing that the leadership, I mean, especially because like, you know, it's
2: obviously the idea of unions is partly to like be skeptical of hierarchical structures, but unions, like the union leadership is very
1: hierarchical. Totally. I also think when you bring in Bernie Sanders or Jamal Bowman, you know lots of people think they're great but then you have bernie sanders and it's like that is a very specific face that you're aligning with rather than just like your fellow workers you know your fellow employees Mm -hmm. we are together there's no politician there's no face there's no celebrity there's no because once you see bernie sanders you have a hundred words that you're now associating and like who needs that they just want to have fucking longer breaks who needs to worry about who needs to have bernie sanders name in the in the conversation you don't right i know because think of like if there's like
2: a trump voters that are down to unionize then are like well i'm not part of this if bernie Sanders. i don't know how significant of a number but it's like you're right they don't need to be part of the the public face the part of them having their own union is really interesting i mean as you were talking i just was trying to think of how many things it's like has has the uh, have the other unions had to address specific things in amazon warehouses like how you have to like walk a fucking mile to get a package yeah. from one place to the other, like there's so many uniquely Amazonian things, I'm sure, and like exactly, this makes me hopeful a little bit because I I hate Amazon, I hate the idea of Amazon, but I'm very skeptical that we are going to be able to small business shop our way out of Amazon's influence. So if no. we can somehow force them to be more humane and be supportive of that effort, that makes me feel like a little less like consumer yeah. guilt. I, I hope will, I really am for them.
1: Yeah, we will never small business shop our way out of their influence because they can hand, because as inflation is affecting every regular small business, they can just keep undercutting prices. So, mm-hmm. you like, I try not to buy things on Amazon unless I need it like the next day or if it's yeah, just something too. that I can't get somewhere else. But th- I'm willing to pay, you know, $2 here, $3 there, I'll, or wait an extra day. But like, that's not, collectively there's not enough mm-hmm. of that and that's not like, Amazon is so convenient and I don't think people realized when they were getting accustomed to getting their packages in like six hours, that that meant people were peeing yeah. in water bottles.
2: And I think Amazon has enough money to make that possible for consumers in a humane way. Yes. Like yes. Jeff Bezos has the fucking money. Um, yes. Just a little bit more, because you might hear that Amazon pays well and they do. And Chris Smalls addressed that in a, in an interview I listened to. I mean, they always say this in response. They're like, "We'll send you to school. We pay you well." But he points out he he Well, dollars an hour, is not Relatively. well. Relatively. Exactly. It's better like,
1: than it's the better. shit. It's here. They get paid what they should get. They get paid what like an what a minimum wage worker should almost get paid for peeing a box. Right. For right now. I, actually, I would argue if you actually want to be like realistic about it, they're underpaid still. But yeah, because the rest is. of the country is so fucking horrible with what, the way they pay people who are in like these lower paying jobs, they comparatively seem better. But the work is way worse. Like it's yes, way That's less exactly humane. what he said.
2: That's exactly what He was like I've worked, he was like I've worked at This is why he's such a perfect person for this. He to says th- I worked at Home Depot, I worked at Walmart, I worked at Target. I've worked for them all. And he was like Amazon is the is he called Amazon the cream of the crop. But he was like, but it's not enough. It's look what they're doing to us. We need paid leave. We're human beings. Like if they want to be a huge employer in the United States, they have to offer some incentives.
1: I would argue the work that Chris Smalls did at Amazon is like more worthy of being paid, like a million dollar salary, than a fucking like obviously yeah. I don't know because it's like more grueling, more difficult. And I just don't see, like, why it, why eighteen dollars
2: an hour the money is enough Amazon, for that? Yeah, the money that Amazon saves from their warehouse workers being that efficient, because like, if for if something happens for no Amazon, use Amazon, Amazon, can't, Amazon can't, if, so, if, if something happens day. where they can't get their product to you, like as simply as they thought they'll fucking private jet it that's what they do so it's like the fact that your employees your warehouse employees are this effective it does save them money because that's amazon's thing They're like if we do nothing else we can get it to you in two days so this could take more than a year but
1: okay but but like no it doesn't say on the box the cost of you getting this so quickly is that we sort of Abuse people with their consent. Like, oh God, if, the if should we, we run that. around
2: the city and put stickers <laughs> on all the Amazon boxes?
1: Like, if it said that, like, what? What would people? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's. So yeah, like they get everything. Like that was never part of the bargain. That was mm-hmm. never disclosed when you got people used to getting their packages in a day. But mm-hmm. if, if 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 at the beginning someone was like, we're gonna be able to get you your packages in twelve hours, but but <laughs> there's gonna be like millions of, there's gonna be like how many employees do they have I don't know whatever all Sorry. of our employees are not going to see their families for the entire time they work for us how do you feel about that do you want your packages yeah. tomorrow what do you think people would say I don't think they'd say yeah get it to me at all costs <laughs> like get me that get me that mm-hmm. charger <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, exactly. I mean, we see the tip of the iceberg of what and then we don't think about everything that's happening. And like I said, I think that they can still provide that service if, you know, maybe Jeff Bezos was a little was a little less greedy.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they could, though, but maybe the world doesn't need that service. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe the we problem is that we were fine before. Maybe the problem was that we got used to getting things too quickly without anyone telling us what yeah the cost of that really was.
2: Right, exactly. And I think it's like, now you just don't really want to know the cost. You're not going to investigate the cost. Like, that's not a
1: yeah, that's not an like, instinct. You know, but it doesn't feel very real unless you have a human being telling you, like, this is what it's like from me. Yeah,
2: and a lot of them Amazon. are like, this is a good job, but like, what for what we're doing, just, just pay. I mean, the way we think about paying... I'm doing quotes like low wage workers. The fact that that's even a, a, a term, low wage workers, <laughs> is a problem. Right. Is a problem. Unskilled. Like, well, some workers have to be paid rock bottom, don't they? Maybe, no, maybe not. Maybe we can well, all just be. Well, here's the
1: thing: what to live. Well, I think the difference is not. Look, someone will always be the lowest paid. That that just is real. But is the lowest paid person able to afford their needs, or is the lowest per- paid person desperate for that job? Mm-hmm and like can't walk away and on public assistance so Mm -hmm. like let's say if if all your workers were you know paid to uh, enough to live then that's a different story like uh, to be the lowest paid worker at that level it's just a different you know the problem is not that they are the lowest it is that they are not paid enough as the lowest exactly
3: of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to HomeChef.com feverdream That's homeshef.com slash Fever Dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. HomeChef.com feverdream Fever Dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com.
2: So now we're going to pivot to the
0: devastating
2: discoveries made in Ukraine as a result of the Russian invasion. Um, Over the weekend, after the weekend, some background here, some light background. After Russian troops withdrew from the area, more than 100 bodies of civilians were discovered buried together in a mass grave. But a total of 400 bodies of civilians have been found. Um, If you were on social media over the weekend, you probably saw uh, some pictures. They were just so abundant. Many world leaders are using the word genocide to describe Russia's actions in Ukraine after these discoveries. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the U.S. is investigating possible war crimes. The mayor of that that village was like, "Crime is just not even a word to capture what we're finding no, it's, here." It, it's, I don't know. Okay. I have no, I have no words. I mean, how do you, how do you go?
1: I was like, "How does Sammy do morning announcements with this shit?" Like, oh what do you gosh. say? Well, I, what words do you use? I procrastinated all all fucking day. I submitted it yeah. to Sean at ten p.m. Ask him. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I can't." I saw about the genocide, um, but. I so actually I read about this when I got home from my birthday party at like Jesus. two a.m. and then all of a sudden I'm like reading I'm like wait this is like really different than like all these other stories yeah. and I'm like it's like hitting it me is. and I I discovered the next morning that I had left myself a note that was like big genocide in Bucha oh no <laughs> and I then I discovered it when I went back to the and I was like wait like I took all of this in yeah. like basically completely Crazy. blacked out but honestly like this is yeah no this is a hundred percent genocide my question is was this like a directive why Mm -hmm. this why did they do this here and um was it maybe like almost uh because we had been hearing reports that like russian soldiers were like not giving a shit kind of so like i don't know where you go from apathy to genocide. like this is a even if it's Look, I don't want to get into the the, the word the meaning of the word genocide, yeah. but this is a war crime to murder hundreds of people in a town and like completely just shoot pe- and the way they just the photos of what they found were described were like people shot at close range with their hands tied behind their backs, like it was a mass execution for sure. Yeah. Um, the
2: and not that anything would like. Uh, p- provoke this even though that's what Putin is saying but it's like these no. people like there are dead bodies of somebody who was on their bike and then was shot dead like they were going about yeah. their lives they were not engaged in any sort of like standoff even though we know civilians are doing that as well
1: Yeah. no the forensic evidence very clearly points to a mass killing a sudden mass killing effort and I just wonder like why did they do that like was it mm-hmm. a like what came over this particular Area. right right because it does feel aberrant but maybe we'll find more that says it wasn't I, right maybe it maybe it isn't but then again that doesn't square with the like the soldiers are apathetic they don't care right. so because a lot of the carnage in Mariupol was from like rockets and stuff which is
2: right hideous it's different it's different. but it's it's different than sh- approaching somebody a, a civilian and and shooting them something right. like changed
1: yeah, no. And i that's what makes me wonder, like, did a sort of like a Lord of the Flies situation take over, like mm-hmm. where maybe they have like one crazy fucking general?
2: Yeah. Did you see the tweet thread? I think
1: Jessica Yellen shared it of an expert who
2: was showing that like Russia has specific plans for how to make mass graves, which would then suggest they knew this was going to happen. Or did they just call up and say like, hey, so we shot all these people dead. What do we do with them?
1: Well, that's what makes me think it was like a mad commander type
2: mm-hmm.
1: or like a group think situation. Yeah, 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 because, yeah. Because like if this were the directive from the beginning, you would see it already. You would have known. Yeah. And civilians are already, they're too
2: traumatized to speak, apparently. Like nobody oh can even, it's, I mean, can you believe like it feels, it I, is it the feels same like another as era genocide.
1: Yeah. So, Friday, I interviewed a Tutsi survivor from the genocide in Rwanda from 1994, and she described, like, very – like, wow. what you're hearing described here is, like, what yeah. she witnessed, yeah. and that's what I can't – like, as I'm reading about this, I'm like, I can't stop thinking about her describing – this episode will air, I believe, April 7th or 8th um, mm-hmm. on the sub. so tune in um, – and just describe, like, what she described is exactly this, like, to a T. And – I don't know. I just think there's like – Putin, I think, is going mad. This Mm -hmm. seems to be the consensus, Um, like the unofficially reported consensus. And maybe he did say like go – I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was like we want them to back off in other cities Mm -hmm. and if they see this. Because this was near Kiev, right? Yes. It was a suburb. Yeah.
2: And this, so. I mean, obviously, the most urgent thing is that all of these people were, were murdered. But I also think about just like the future. Like, imagine being from this town and you have fa- this is your town. This is your community. You have family history. And then for the rest of eternity, probably, when people hear Buki Ukraine, they're going to have one association. And obviously, that's important. But I just like right. I try to think about, you know, think about where you're from and just to think that overnight, that was associated with genocide and unbelievable tragedy, like your your hometown, and that's what all of yeah. these places are. It's like it's it's hard to imagine a future beyond this, but I I hope that we all can play some sort of role in bringing life and 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 just life and and, and liveliness back to these places
1: and give them give them it back. I, I don't know. I just well, well, just to speak to I. Th- so I think something that's interesting about Ukraine is that even up until up before the first impeachment. I think it's pretty, mm-hmm. for most Americans, yeah. pretty remote place. I know a lot of like, you know, people who have Eastern European heritage, you know, maybe your family's from there or the the borders consistently changed around Ukraine, Russia, a lot of Eastern Europe. But Ukraine, I don't even think people necessarily widely realize this, is like a really vibrant center, yes. especially Kiev, of eastern europe that's why yeah that's why putin wants it so badly because ukraine would make it would be like adding new york city to russia yeah so it's like that's why they want it and because ukraine has such a vibrant culture and so much history there's so much to explore there that i think like americans just don't you know necessarily all have the knowledge or appreciation for but it is like if they destroyed new york city basically right. of eastern europe mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. really like it's devastating that now this is like the association because there's so much there um but i i find it weird when you know blinken comes out and says like we're investigating possible war crimes like what are you investigating like yeah you, it's like because
2: he doesn't want to be held because no. it's like because we don't want to be held responsible for reacting as strongly as we need to so it's like we're
1: looking right i guess it. if you say these are war crimes it's Why aren't you reacting? You think a random, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: We will keep you uh, posted on updates and, of course, every morning in morning announcements. That's our show today. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Better Sub Podcast.